everybody. This is Cassie with Chariots for Hope. Thank you for tuning back in to the Under the Hood podcast with Chariots for Hope. Today, we have an amazing guest on the podcast. Linda is with us. Thank you for being with us. Hello. So we're so excited. <laughs> um, we are excited, though, because we are going to talk with Linda. She's going to share her story, um, which is an incredible story of redemption, I would say. And um, yeah, we pray that it impacts you and, and we're going to get into it. So thank you, Linda, for being here. Um, we will get to how you got connected to Chariots for Hope and, and how you're even sitting here. And thank mm-hmm. you again for being here. But um, yeah, I just would love if you would just share, you know, your story and what God's done in your life. And hopefully he'll use that to encourage everybody listening. So I'll let okay. you take it away. Um, so, um, I was born in the U S and then shortly after, I don't know how old I was. Um, I was taken to Mexico by my mom later found out that I was kidnapped by her, (laughs) um, and left with godparents, um, which actually was one of the most beautiful times in my life in comparison to some of the stuff that happened later. Um, we did like Danza Azteca and, uh, together as a family. And, um, it was just a really loving situation. And then when I came back from Mexico, um, Spanish was my first language. So I got into a special school that had ESL classes and, um, just started to experience abuse, uh, for both parents and, um, lots of dysfunction. And, um, when I say abuse, I mean all the kinds of abuse, um, physical, emotional, verbal, sexual, um, and, you know, mental, all that stuff. And just, um, you know, won't, won't go into any more detail than that. It was just, it, it happened for uh, a long time. And, um, there was a lot of dysfunctional dynamics that basically led me to not to turn away from God. You know, I was like, you know, as a child, I I had gotten baptized in the Catholic church and I was just, um, I was like very pious. Like I remember when I was five, I would like say a bad word or do something and I'd look up and I'd say, sorry, God, you know, (laughs) like I, I had this little, I had a relationship with him. Mm -hmm. Um, but when bad stuff started to happen, um, I couldn't understand, what was happening. I thought he abandoned me. I thought, you know, I, he didn't care about me anymore. And, Mm. and who, however he made me wasn't right or correct. And there was lots of shame and, um, Mm. and just trauma from that. Um, so went into my adult life, um, and I just acted out all that trauma. I had come to believe that my life was, uh, meant for use for by others and that my body was meant for use by others and um not only was trafficked but also sought that out and believed that that was my choice that I was doing that and um got into drugs and so Mm -hmm. on and um about 10 years ago I started I had some really amazing uh people come into my life and kind of start to rein me back in like hey you know like you should read your bible and also you know um god like heals you for free and you've been going to like praying to all these other things and entities and like you might notice that thing like they're taking from you but jesus doesn't Mm -hmm. and um it kind of started encouraging me in that direction and i still wanted to do what i wanted to do so i i um 
you know, they kind of guided me into getting into recovery programs for like the last 10 years. And it wasn't until I got to um, Nebraska and never in my life coming from Southern California did I think that Nebraska was going to be the place where yes. um, I finally turned back to Jesus and said, okay, I want, I want you in my life now. Mm. And, and this is for whatever reason it was, it was the place. And um, wow. so that's kind of just a little nutshell of like, yeah. you know, my life until now without going into super details, that's just not, you know, um, mm-hmm. but he mm-hmm. he has shown me just to give you a glimpse now he's starting to show me now like what that all means and mm-hmm. and what he made me for and that he you know because of who i was and what i what i am going to do or potentially do with with the growth and the healing and how that might impact others right. um that it's not all for not it's not all for like a loss you know it's yeah there there's meaning behind it yeah so meaning behind the pain that you yes experienced and went through and we were talking about that before we even started recording but yeah but just how god will use the things should have been this way things should have you know parents should have been this way or friends should have been this way or whatever right and he'll use the letdowns almost as a as a good thing, you know? Right. Well, and here's the other thing too, um, that he showed me, um, you know, when I started writing again, you know, I've written Mm -hmm. a couple of songs, but I started kind of being, getting back into myself and started healing more deeply, um, that when I cried, he cried with me. Mm-hmm. He was in those in those darkest moments. He was not willing for those things to happen. He was crying with me mm-hmm. and he was there and he and he was walking with me the entire time, mm-hmm. you know, in my deepest, darkest moments that he was never right. not with me. Yeah. But I didn't know because yeah. by that time I was like, well, he just hates me, you know, or whatever, right. you know, whatever we think when we're children. Right. I mean, we can't like understand you know what the dynamics are and why things happen the way they do and right so i'm like well i, I think he just hates me you know but yeah. i just didn't know mm-hmm. so he's begun to he's he's over this past couple about a year and a half that i've been in nebraska he's he's been showing me you know in in mm-hmm. my quiet moments with him you know where he where he is and where yeah. he was yeah that's mm-hmm. so beautiful and thank you for sharing that and do you think that because I know you said you were in recovery for 10 years, which is a long time, you know, to be in recovery and to be seeking sobriety. And it's a battle, right? But you said yeah. it wasn't until you were in Nebraska right. and fully surrendered right, right. to Jesus until it actually worked. Yeah. Right? And I mean, and sometimes, so um, I don't, mm. I'm going to just say this in the, um, some I'm gonna okay I'm a little stubborn so like (laughs) I had the people saying hey Linda you you might try it this way or um you know I had the support I had the love but I was Mm. like no thanks I want to do it my way Mm. and Mm -hmm. sometimes um 
it, it it's you know for me what i have found and it's not true for everybody but that the that things have to get harder before i finally decide to like oh oh this is really hard okay uh, okay god you know like i'm here yes. <laughs> like, and turn to you know turn back and yeah. and things had to get really hard and mm-hmm. um i had to get to a point where i felt you know, there was no one, you know, people had been pulled from me in my life, even here and in Omaha. And I, and I had to get to that point where there was no one to finally make the decision myself because he allows us to make the decision. He doesn't force himself on anyone. And so for me to make the decision myself, I had to get into a place where I was like, I don't have anyone. Okay. God, I'm listening You're now. All I have and left. he was yeah. like, okay, are, now are you ready? Like, are you, are you sure? Cause I've been here the whole time. Like, I just was wondering, like, are you ready? <laughs> so, um, he didn't say that. That's my mind. You know, how mm-hmm. I kind of, if you, if we were like just chatting, you know, I feel like he would say yes. that, but I, you know, I, I feel like he was always talking to me, but I didn't want to listen. And so mm-hmm. for 10 years I was like, you know, I had people since I was probably, I'm like 40 now. So, you know, about 10 years ago, like 30 ish, a little bit after that, where they were like, Hey, you know, do it this way and like, try Mm -hmm. this and read your Bible. And, um, and I was like, no, -hmm. thanks. Mm -hmm. But like, I kept kind of trying and then not. And then when I was fully committed was when I got here. Yeah. Yeah. That's so amazing. But it shows the transformation of what happens when you go all in with Jesus. Right. You know, and how, You weren't holding anything back because there's nothing else to hold back. You were broken. You had nothing. Right. He'd pulled people. Like you said. Right. And he'll do that. He'll allow us to be at such a, a point of brokenness in our own mess that we create and our own sin that we, you know, choices we've made. And and he's so kind to let us make that decision, but then to meet us in that place of brokenness so that we can heal. Yeah. And so for you to be on this journey years later of healing and you're still in in healing, you know, it's a process and it's such a a cool, intimate, beautiful process to do with Jesus because it takes time. It's not an overnight thing, but even just you talking about, about how you're still on this journey of healing from everything, you know, for, for all the things that have happened in your life, but it's such a beautiful thing to do with Jesus. And it's, and it's, um, gentle you know it's not like you must make all these changes right now you know it's like yeah okay you know I I get to a point where I'm healing on one thing and I feel Mm -hmm. like okay that's I think I'm ready to go to the next thing and and then it'll add a little more Mm -hmm. and then I'll get a little more insight and something different will come and you Mm -hmm. know so it's just that life you know and I get to be alive yeah to experience this healing yes and I've gotten to the point where I get to be alive to feel this pain Mm -hmm. thank you God for the pain that I'm feeling because I'm alive today to feel it wow and because I'm feeling it today that means that there's something good on the other side yeah yeah there is thank you Jesus (laughs) that's amazing thank you for sharing that how um we should talk about how you got connected to Chariots for Hope. So you came to Nebraska yes. with no vehicle. Or did no you have a vehicle? vehicle. No. Nope, I had nothing. Okay. <laughs> Just me, myself, and I. <laughs> wow. So, um, and I um, I had moved to a place in Omaha that was 
now I needed, I needed one, you know, cause mm-hmm. I hadn't had one for, it had been like 10 years since I had a car. And so mm-hmm. I moved to a place where there wasn't any public transportation. Mm-hmm. And so I had to find very creative ways. So like every time, you know, we had like orientation or something like, um, I would have to find very creative ways to like, how am I going to get out there today? And I like, luckily I had so many good people that are like, I'll give you a ride or I'll sit here with you when you, you know, or I'll sit outside when you do your orientation or whatever. So I, I moved into a place where I was connected to someone who had known me my, the entire time I was here in Omaha. And she said, yes, I will refer you. Mm. And, um, I, I emailed, you and yeah. I was like, Hey, so um totally interested in this ride. Like, how do I do I it? I remember that. Yes. yes. And I was like, let me just be proactive. And so once I got the email back from you, then I was able to say to um my person who referred me um, and give her the information. And you know how that process goes where they have to fill that out, the information out mm-hmm. first and stuff. So um yeah. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. So you had no car and that's how our program works, right? You, right. For the program, you came into the vehicle program. You have to be referred and mm-hmm. they have to know who you are and know that you're solid and you have to be right. working with them, which you were. And I do remember you reaching out and you were always proactive, always on the <laughs> ball with everything, which was amazing. But I remember um, meeting you finally doing your interview doing your orientation and you had all these classes you had to do which you did and you did them diligently yes. um mm-hmm. and then we should talk just a little bit about your surprise blessing day which was amazing and honestly <sighs> probably my top in my top three favorites ever probably number one but i'm not biased but i'm biased yeah but um <laughs> So you were doing all these classes, you put in your $500 because yes. that's what's required for the program you came into. And then, um, I told you, what did I even tell you? Paperwork? Yeah. yeah more I paperwork. Just take this paperwork. You want to walk with me? And yeah. I almost wasn't cause I was heating up my, my lunch and yes, I was like, let me just, right. I'll just see, I'll just sit right here. He's like, Oh no, you can just, just come with me. And I'm like, okay. Something inside me was like, go, go with her. And I was like, okay. Yes. <laughs> you know, like that inner yes. voice. Yes, that's right. So we were, I had told you, let's go over to the garage and talk to the guys or something. And, um, and then we went and we walked out and the garage opened and your beautiful blue car was there (laughs) and you just started dancing and jumping and screaming and shouting. And it was so much fun, just so joyful and just a, a day of victory, Yes, you know, yes. after everything you've gone through, all the pain you're healing you're in recovery you've had all these victories and jesus is like this is i remember you told me on the blessing day what did you tell me you said something about this is confirmation right that you're doing the right thing linda from god yes i think i remember that yeah yeah um so it so uh, my uh mental health was to the point where i kind of I, they, you know, they said, some people said, you know, on the DID spectrum, which is where I would do stuff. I didn't, I like some part of me knew it was a whole, it's a whole thing, um, because of the trauma that I had been, mm-hmm. um, I just, uh, I was at a point where I couldn't trust myself mm-hmm. everywhere I went. I just, I knew I was going to mess it up one way or another. I was like, I don't, and I'm not even going to necessarily be able to acknowledge to myself what it is because Mm. of whatever I was, it would, it's been so, uh, traumatic that I didn't want to look at the dark things. Yeah. And so, um, I was at a point where I couldn't trust myself. Well, when I had moved, um, right before applying to, um, chariots, um, I had gotten some confirmations that like, 
I was doing good. Mm. And then I was just like doing this process. And then like, I had been pretty spoiled. I was, I remember telling you that I was literally getting rides almost every time that I had gone to chariots. And that day was the first time that I took the bus. And I was like, I was like, and I had even told one of my friends was my, um, co former coworker was going to give me a ride and she was going to have to come way out of her way. And I was like, you know what? Don't worry about it. Like, I'm going to make this work. It's okay. And so I got like a lift to like the bus stop and then from the bus stop went there. And then I was walking and I got lost. Then I had to look up my phone and figure out how to get to chariots for hope. Um, cause I had never taken the bus to yeah. chariots and, um, so yeah, I was pretty, you were hot. It was hot. It, it was, it was I mean, but it, but I was like, oh, like I was you like, okay, it. like it's cool. I don't know what's going to happen. And so this yeah. is what happened the week before I got that. Mm. Um, I had, you know, I listened to a lot of inspirational, motivational stuff. I'm constantly trying to learn and grow. And, um, one of the things was like, well, just imagine the thing that you want. And so like that whole week, I was like imagining a navy blue car, like a na- and I didn't in my mind I was like maybe it's a jeep and then my friends like I don't know about jeeps right now maybe not you know like the, you know because uh, I was just I was just imagining a blue a navy blue car and so I would see navy blue cars and be like hmm. you know and like as I'm walking and stuff so I was just thinking that Crazy. and then I had felt like. <laughs> Cause we had had the insurance thing that Monday and you had emailed me or something. And I was like, does she know? Like, I don't have a car. Like you're like, no, we got to meet in person. And I'm like, Hmm, I think, you know, I kind of felt, or maybe I didn't think, but like, I felt something in my spirit. Like, mm. I wonder if this is what it is. Like, I felt like my spirit was telling me like, you know, like, like this might be the time this might be it, you know? And I was like, okay, well I'll just go and meet, you know? Cause I even called in like, is there any way we could like zoom this? And you're like, no, we got to meet in person. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I, so I was like, okay, whatever. And I got, I got in a good place about it. And I know, and I mm-hmm. went and I took the bus and I walked and I was like smiling. And I don't remember what I was seeing. I was like happy. Yeah. I was like just happy. And then, um, we went and it was funny because when you opened the thing and there was a bow the first thought in my mind was not yay this is for me it was I wonder if that's for someone else and it's just I just happen to be like here mm. and you turn to me and you say this is your car <laughs> and I was like what and like even though my spirit had told me it was like I was just like flooded with like mm. this gratitude because it wasn't just a car no. it was that God said that I trust you to be responsible with this yes I trust you to not hurt yourself or anyone else yeah with, you know, having the freedom of having a car. Mm-hmm. He was saying, I trust you. So it wasn't yes. like just this car. It was like, God is like, after all these years and like, like, listen, like I did not want to listen to him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but after all those years, like yeah. of not, and then finally beginning to take the steps and choice mm. myself to turn back to him. Yeah. He was saying, I trust you. Yeah. And this is for you. Thank you, Jesus. And so it was it was meaningful. And I hadn't owned my own car. I hadn't yeah. had that type of freedom for yeah. 10 years. Yeah, 10. So 2013 right. was the last time I owned a car. That's right. And I remember you saying that on your blessing day. And I remember you sitting in your car and just like, just taking a breath and saying, thank you, Jesus. And just praying 
and just thanking him for that very thing. Cause it is, it was way more than just a vehicle. Yeah. It was, there was so much meaning behind it and that's, you know, it was so impactful. I don't know if anyone had a dry eye that day. We were all jumping and laughing and crying and celebrating and praying and thanking God for that blessing. But I'm proud of the way that you have used that car and mm-hmm. the way that you have been a good steward of that blessing, yes. that navy blue car. Yes, I love just it. Just so happened to be navy blue. Yeah. But um, do you want to talk just, just to wrap it up maybe a little mm-hmm. bit, but, you know, about how that has impacted you now that you've been given, you know, or or you earned it through the program, but that car and, and how you've been able to use it to glorify God and to keep moving forward and to keep doing what he's, he's calling you to do. Um, while I have a full-time job, I'm actually going to start a second job here. Um, I'm working in like a social service nonprofit, um, job. And so in my, in my small way, I get to, or maybe not so small, like I get to give back, you know, for, for what I've been given. Um, it's just, it's just like this freedom. Like I get to be connected. I get to have, you know, connection to, to my centering prayer folks. I get to, Mm. um, drive myself to my friends' houses, you know, Hey, you want to have dinner? Sure. Or let's go on. You know, I get to take my friends to like, if they need to go shopping, like my friends who don't have a car, you know, like, Hey, what are you doing this Saturday? I'll take you, you know, or, um, um, but just that, just that freedom. Oh, also I installed my own radio in there. You did. And, uh, using a YouTube video, but also these very nice people showed me the YouTube video at this, um, (laughs) car place that I went to. I was like, I don't want to break my car. Can you put this in there? They're like, actually, you can do it yourself. And they showed, they sent me a video. Amazing. And, um, you know, they were awesome. But, um, you know, so I get to play that music. So I have that time mm. where I'm like, you know, singing and kind of, you know, dancing a little yes. bit within reason where it's safe, you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, and just singing and, and having that joyful time that is, that is between me and God. And, and I pray, you know, every time I drive and, mm-hmm. um, I pray for people that I'm, that I see yeah. on the road and, um, it's just this amazing, um, gift mm-hmm. you know and i and i have moments where i get in the car and i'm like thank you that i get to be alive to experience this yeah thank you that i get to be you know that i get to drive and i get mm-hmm. to i you know get to have this job and yeah um and i can say i have reliable transportation you know if i when i when i apply it and stuff mm-hmm. you know so it's like it's the little things mm-hmm. that that for me that I took for granted for many years, you yeah. know, and then being in situations in recovery, um, homes and stuff where I, where I didn't have those freedoms and, mm. and rightly so, you know, y- you need some of that structure, you know, but I didn't have those, um, really got me to a point where when I finally did have it again, it was like, oh, I better, I better take care of this. Yeah. I even put the good gas in my car now. Nice. <laughs> so like I found out that this one gas oh, like cleans your, cleans your and you're engine. Good. You're diligent. So it's like, yeah. So yeah. like, you know, like I research stuff a yeah. lot. So. Cause you care because there's yeah, so but, much. Yeah. And because yeah. It, it means a lot to me, you know, yeah. that, that I have, that I was given this. So, and I never had that before. I mean, I, everything I took for granted mm. myself, my body, my clothes, 
my friends, my, you know, everything that I had, I took for granted. And at this time in my life, I'm like, wow, like I get to drive today. I get to have air conditioning on today, or I get to have the heater on, you know, or whatever, like, and I get to have the song I like, you know, I just get to listen to it as many times as I want, you know, it's just like, yeah. So it's, it's a gift. It's a a huge, it's, and it's more than like the physical I'm driving a car. It's, Mm -hmm. it's what God is giving Mm -hmm. me. What is God is trusting me with today? Yeah. 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 And you talked about it. You talked about the freedom yeah. that that gives you. And, and that's why, you know, we exist to demonstrate God's love, right? That's our mission is to demonstrate God's love by helping remove transportation barriers, which right. happen so that you can experience freedom in Christ, which you are. Thank right. you, Jesus. But also yes. freedom in transportation you have a full-time job you're about to get a second job Mm -hmm. you take your friends to the store everything you just said you know it is it is very much freeing for you so just thank you jesus that you even came our way and that we got to intersect paths and just for us you are a blessing to us as much as we've gotten to be you know a blessing to you and gotten to to walk with you but just the way your story you I, i you know I just can't believe looking at you, you'd never know. You'd never know. And and you don't know when you look at people, you never know what's behind all the layers and what they've gone through and what they've overcome. And looking at you and meeting you, if I didn't know you already, you know, you just never know everything that's, that's happened. But, but I'm just proud of the way that you are walking in the freedom of Jesus and walking in the healing and walking through the pain and letting him heal you through the pain and then utilizing, you know, where chariots comes in and utilizing your car to glorify him and, and to be a good steward that way is we, I just, yeah, I can't say enough about you. So we are proud of you and I'm honored that you got to, got to share your story today. So thank you. Is there anything else you want to add or is that all of it? I just want to say thank you. And I, I want to say for people, anybody who has anything on their plate, whatever it is, because it, everybody has something, mm-hmm. you know, and um, that um, that there is light and that there is hope. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just taking that tiny, tiny, tiny step, mm-hmm. one, one step at a time yeah, towards the light and and he, I mean, he's always walking with us. So. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Well, thank you, Linda, for being here today. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we pray that this podcast would bless you, that that it would remind you of the hope that you were talking about, Linda, and the light, and, and that you today would choose to take a step closer to Jesus um, just by hearing her story and, and be encouraged by this. So thank you for listening. We pray that if it impacted you, that you would share it, share it with a friend, share it with a coworker. Um, and if you need to learn more about Chariots for Hope, follow us online on, on our website, chariots4hope.org. Um, on Instagram, on Facebook. We got lots of stories just like Linda's to share and, and we just pray it impacts you and blesses you. So thank you for tuning in to Chariots for Hope Under the Hood and we will see you next time. Thank you. Thanks for checking out the Chariots for Hope Under the Hood podcast. If you are inspired by this story and would like to know ways that you can make an impact in the lives of those trying to overcome transportation barriers, we can't encourage you enough to check out our website at chariotsforhope.org or follow us on social media for daily updates. Thanks again for listening and God bless you.